Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson. Morning, everybody. Holly Roberts in the house. Hello. Saw you sucking up to the boss this morning, Steve. First of all, Donna, I'd like to get FaceTime with the brass here. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Could pay dividends. Sure. I. That's called sucking up. I signed a contract. Ooh, I signed my what do you life think away. You than us? The in legal, you know, our best friend Doris. Oh, hey Doris. She said, "Come sign your life away," as she walked me into a signing room. And do you know they changed something? For any of you who have ever had to sign a contract for anything, usually they make them so obnoxiously long and detailed. And there are so many heretofores and whereas is that they're just trying to... Intimidate you, basically. I always think of it as the equivalent of if you've been to a family reunion where they say, spin around with your head attached to this wiffle ball bat ten times (laughs) and then run to the other side. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah. And it's effective. Um, But anyway, now, so they make them really long. Okay, it's like war and peace. Our contracts are written by Leo Tolstoy. And now you have to initial every page. You don't just sign at the on like the two pages where mm. there are signature things. You have power to, move. It, they said it was for it was in my best interest. That way they can't okay. insert a page into a contract at some point. Like the... And then I have to sit shoulder to shoulder with the sea monster as we both have an initials party. Oh, is that right? That is correct. He has to initial too? Yes. I had never signed anything with a manager present before. Huh. But this it's different now. And you have to each time your initial initial. And it's like you're it's like you're signing a mortgage. That's what it reminded me of. Oh yeah. Right. A mortgage when it's like initial, 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 initial. And by the way, Doris, such a pro, she's been working up there for decades. And she is such a pro that she's talking with me. Oh, yeah, you know, I haven't been to Disney World in so long. And not breaking eye contact. And she knows, based on, like, what page I turn to, yeah, that's, that that's there's how they a get signature. You. This one's not just an initial. It's a signature. Oh, wow. Like, she, she was, it was pretty impressive. By the wow. way, Doris is retiring next year. No. She just told me that. Oh, that's And I know sad. many of you out there are like, who's Doris? Don't she's worry Doris from Legal. I don't even know if Donna knows who she is. I do know who Doris is. She's very sweet. She's great. And she listens. Um, You mean to the show? And just to people. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, that legal department is big. I'd like a tour of that place. What are they doing up there? Signing stuff. What's going on? They're they're sending notes to each other like, do you think I should try to put one more heretofore in or no? Heretofore. Are they, I bet they're sneaking words in too. They're like, dude, I bet you can't work banana split into an agreement. Watch me. Clearly you have not read your contract. They have a really long hallway up there now. What do you mean Every, now? Well, maybe they always did, but it's very fancy. It's like the shining. I know you don't get the no, I The exterior hallway is like the shining. But they're in. Once you go into the legal department, it's very fancy. It's very modern. Oh. It's very bright. They have nice lights in there, hmm. and a very long hallway. I think we should just someday go up there, and just say we're here just to take a quick tour, and yeah. we'll just walk to each office and say hello. We're Donna yeah, and Steve. We don't know. Isn't this crazy? We I've worked in this building this week. It will be nine years. Thank you. What do you want a ribbon? Yeah. I do want a ribbon or a gold watch. Thank you. Um, if somebody says, hey, go up to so-and-so's office yeah. and, 
you know, pick up whatever <clears throat> your contract. I have no idea which direction to go. I have no idea where anybody is. Yeah, I only know. Do you I know where think, HR is? HR. I know. I think is on the same floor. It's now on this floor. They moved it. It's now at like the other at the end of this hall. Really far out there in like a lobbyish area. We basically work in a bubble here, the radio station. Yes. This place is so much bigger than we. I heard someone say that there are 500 employees that work here. Do you think that's true? I don't know. It has to be. I mean, they're not all going to lunch at the same time. I Because I base the workforce off of who's in the cafeteria when yeah. I am. And I think this is a nice little I'm mom like, and pop like joint. there's like 80 people who work here. I was going to say more like 30 <laughs> to 50. But okay. either way, it's a nice small operation. It's not. It's huge. And it was a blowhard who told me that it was 500 people. Like, like the kind of person in the building who knows a lot of stuff and wants you to know that they know, they know a lot mm. of stuff. So I think maybe it's reliable. But, you know, somebody, I, I think I know, and I wonder if this is like wherever you work. I know many, many people work from home now, but for those of you who are in the office, do you work in these places that you just don't know? If someone said, go up to the third floor or mm-hmm. go upstairs I'm like, what? and no. find Paul. I don't, I know like four people's names upstairs. Oh yeah. The, the third floor is intimidating. Wait, there's three floors? Yeah. <laughs> We're on floor. Exactly, Donna. Exactly. Yeah. Wait, there's and another floor, floor. If you count Glenn's creepy layer downstairs where yeah. the bodies are. That's what I'm saying. There's the basement layer. There's our layer. Then there's the that next layer. One. Yeah. There's nothing above that one, though. The third floor that is where can... you go. That's where I just was. Okay. Yeah, and you go yeah, to yeah, the yeah, third yeah. floor. Oh, we're on the second floor? To get re-signed <laughs> or yeah. to get let go because the first floor is the news department you know because we do go up flight of stairs correct you're right which i have never been in the newsroom roberts yeah i've never been in the newsroom guess where we're taking you today like i've never there i'm like you donna my little route if you showed it it's like putting a radar on a cat leash it's just on the, on their collar. They they look down at the neighborhood and it's like, oh yeah, it's just like the same like three loops. Yes, this is our world. Yes. So you think then, Holly? There are probably many rooms you haven't been into in this building. Tons. Because the newsroom is one where kind of like a new hire, someone that first week is like, oh, and by the way, come look. Here's the newsroom. Look around here. No, they don't let me in there. Have Wait, you been in we... the news studio? No. Not no. the Twin Cities Live studio. The news studio. No. Nope. You haven't even played around with Dave Dahl's old green screen. Nope. No, can't oh. count on him. <laughs> I count on Dave. Deep, deep cut. Wow. <laughs> this is crazy. we got to take you on a tour at some point. I have never seen that studio either. Mm-mm. The new studio? No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh, interesting. I don't think. No. Would you I've think been that, in the room well, where the, everybody works. Donna, do you think they'll let us sit at the anchor desk? <gasps> I could get you guys to the anchor desk. I still have contact. Oh, really? Well, Donna, look, don't, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> I could get you at the anchor desk. I could maybe even, if it's off off peak hours, I could get you to read a little teleprompter and do a little fake news bit there. If we played our cards right. Well, that'd be Ooh, really We're going to have a Donna and Steve show field trip. Yes. Now, this could be Here's exciting. our next video. Okay, this is very exciting. Right, this is great. So anyway, yeah, that's anyway, why I was we sucking a big up to place. the boss. Okay. <laughs> This morning. Long story longer. Yeah. 11 minutes later, we kind of landed the plane. There you go. Um, okay, it's a Wednesday. 
which means we are going to play at 1130, Whose Voice Is It Anyway, where we identify celebrity voices out of context just by sound, and we bid against one another, name that tune style. Fun game at 1130. At 1030, we'll do the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, as we do every day. Um, But when we come back, Holly is a big Beatles fan. We're talking about this new Beatles anthology, this four-part Beatles documentary series movie kind of thing blah 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 point is people have an insatiable appetite for the Beatles I was told if you think Taylor Swift is crushing it right now I'm going to put into perspective her success versus the Beatles success okay kind of mind-blowing that and some of the things that'll make you go huh when we come back Don and Steve on my talk Hey friends, it's Steve. You know, the season is changing and now is the time to begin planning your winter adventures here in Minnesota. From dog sledding across a frozen lake to dining in an igloo, winter can be magical in Minnesota. So start planning your winter getaway and visit one of the world's largest malls or catch a touring Broadway production. Get your free monthly travel e-newsletter and start planning your dream trip or browse through endless events and activities happening throughout the entire state by visiting exploreminnesota.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Everybody say, hey. You know what I could go for? Hey, hey thanks, Holly. Hey, everybody. I could really go. Oh, everybody say, hey. Hey. I could go for an omelet. Like a pepper jack cheese I don't. What is omelet. everybody's thing with pepper jack? That is the only cheese I don't like. No way. What is it about it that you like? I enjoy the spice. That's what I don't. That's what I don't like. Okay. I'm like, what is that? That's pepper. Yeah. <laughs> Me no likey. Man, that's a bummer, Donna, for me to hear that. And I like pepper. So like, oh, I was just going to describe a burger with melted cheese. Who am I talking to? <laughs> I made a burger the other day. All just right, on here, the, let, me, let me help you out. On the pan. Oh, burger. Mmm. Yes, and then at the last second, gosh, this is really cool. At the last second, I was like, should I get some pepper jack cheese and melt the oh, crap out of it yes. on top of it? Oh, yes. Did you throw some pickles on it? We had pickles on the side. Oh, please tell me there were fries. There weren't, but I really like this. See how much better you could be if you were just more (laughs) human about food. What you just mimicked was excitement about food that a lot of people feel. Okay. And by the way, I was going to make it with sweet potatoes, but I just want everybody to know if you go to the grocery store, there are these Things that I guess have been around for a while, probably. Called frozen potatoes? Frozen vegetables, but hear me out. This is like a vegetable medley, and they're in this little pouch. And inside of the big bag, there's probably 10 pouches. Mm -hmm. And then you just 
put them in the pan, add a little bit of water, and it mm-hmm. mixes up. But instead of it being like corn or frozen peas or kind of like blase stuff, there's like butternut squash and mm-hmm. there's cranberries. And there, it had like a, it did have sort of a Thanksgiving fall flavor profile. Profile. Flavor. But it was yummy. That on the side of a burger that we didn't even eat with buns. We just said, we'll just eat that burger. I'm so happy for you. Even though I know that you don't mean it, it does feel good when you say that, so thank you. You're welcome. And now this. All right, here we go. All right, Taylor Swift, she's a big deal. I get it. But sometimes we become prisoners of the moment, where it's like she's the biggest thing ever. And Mm -hmm. it's tough to argue with her tour. Right. But, you know, by and large, we become prisoners of the moment. We live in our current reality and think that's more or less all that ever was. Well, how's about this? The Beatles spent the most weeks at number one on the Billboard album charts. When you factor in all of their albums, 132 weeks total that they were at number one on the Billboard album charts. That's more than two and a half years of number one. Taylor wow. Swift is in second place wow. at 69 weeks. Oh, wow. Less yeah. than half right. of the way there. Again, the Beatles, Billboard album charts, they topped it 132 weeks total. Taylor Swift has done that 69 times. I guess that's more than half, but still. Well, and, I, and the Beatles, Holly, I went, the Beatles broke up. In in the sixties, nineteen seventy seventy. So they had such a short run. Yeah, yeah, really. Sixty six to seventy is that what? No, it was? no, no, no. Like you know, here in the United States, like sixty four to seventy. Okay. Yeah. And T Swift has been at it for how long? Uh, 15, going on 20 eighteen years. years. Okay. Yeah. So again, the 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 sudden thrust of that is like Taylor Swift may have lo- more longevity. She'll have a bigger. Discography, so to speak, she'll have more songs and all that. But the Beatles, what a burst of everywhere you look, it's Beatles. Were you? I'm I'm trying to. I'm not trying to be a jerk. Were you alive during Beatles mania? Probably. Okay. How was it? (laughs) I mean, I was a baby. Don't roll your eyes. At I didn't me. I roll can my eyes because it, they got started probably in the fifties, right? Well, yeah, like late fifties, really late fifties when they were teenagers, and then they went sixty-four to seventy. Like, I was born like in sixty-six. Here. Yeah, so, okay, so you, you were you were born the year that Revolver came out. Okay, uh huh. Maybe you Got were born yeah. as a result of the Beatles. Maybe your oh, parents maybe were in love and listening to. Yeah. You know, Penny Lane or something. Well, and then, I wouldn't have been out yet, but you know. <laughs> oh, this is, we got the Beatles yeah, person. That's that, right. That Beatles person. Wait, uh, Hold we My Hand would have been out, though. Mm. Hard, hard Day's Night, yeah. 66. Yeah. You know, because everyone knows that great lovemaking song, A Hard Day's hard Night. Hard Day's Night. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the song only lasts about two and a half minutes. I love it. Checks out. <laughs> that's my favorite version of the Beatles. Hard Day's Night. Really? Hold my hand. I feel like I, I like that of version of the Beatles more than Penny Lane, Yellow Submarine, Michelle. Yeah, the, I like the uh, like uh, Twist. Don't they do the tw- or not? Not the Twist. What am I thinking of? Twist um, and Shout. 
And I was like, I'm it a baby now. Yeah, yeah, yeah Twisted I want to hold your hand. Yeah, nice, I, Isley Brothers song. What's cool about some of those, I feel like Beatles songs, they come in quick. They don't take too much time setting the table. You're not talking over on the radio as a DJ, Mm-mm. the long intro. It's like press play. Now we're singing. Two minutes later, we're done. Yeah, you're not going to the bathroom. No, no, no. There will be no time. Great. I have more. Can't wait. Colgate toothpaste was Ah, sold in jars when it came out in 1873. Garbage. And one one of the ingredients was soap. Are you saying that Colgate toothpaste is garbage, just to be clear? Yeah. I'm not going to go down this road again. This had to do with it being messy when it came out of the tube. It congeals. It's terrible. At least the particular one that I was using. What are you doing? I'm l- trying to figure out. Okay, but what we're the on the next- radio. I know. I'm just trying to figure out which is the next best statistic to tell you. You just signed a contract. I know. Gosh, no, I hope it's a short term. Kind of lazy. <laughs> it's a layaway contract. <laughs> yeah, it's like retroactive to like a year ago already. Right. I think I'm on my way out. According to the CDC, January is America's deadliest month. Really? February is second, followed by March. Are we just going in order? No, then December. Then April. The least deadly month is? That would be August. Yes. Really? It's a big difference. About 20% more people die in January than in August. Are these, is this due to accidents or just natural death well winters are deadlier because cold changes our bodies as temperatures drop our blood vessels contract and our hearts work harder so if you're already at risk of a heart attack or a stroke it's more likely to hit in winter good to know thank you now steve is thinking again thank god (laughs) thank you jesus (laughs) (laughs) what you know you could have you could have contributed a little bit more and we could have lifted that segment up so it would have been something we were proud of. But instead oh, there you are sitting back you're wearing a robe, your feet are on the table, you're like, entertain me, hair. I was just listening. I'm well, leaving until the next segment. Okay. Hey friends, what's up? You're not going anywhere. Hey Donna, could you not? All right. Thank you. Stevie Boy here for my friends at the Canopy Group. You know, the insurance agency, I've told you this before, full of one agent who represents one company. Chances are your current agent has just one company. But think for a moment how limiting that really is. You need more than one agent representing more than one company. And that's why Paul Borkert and Jeff McDonald created the Canopy Group. The Canopy Group gives you 50 specialists in 16 separate insurance companies. Some of the names you'll recognize, like auto owners and progressive Some you won't, but here's what you're going to get. You're going to get an agency that will shop for the best possible coverage from all of these different companies. And then as your needs change, and they will, the Canopy Group will continue to find the best coverage from a company that specializes in just what you need. So are you stuck with one company and one agent? Are you confident that your home, auto, and business are properly insured? It's time for you to get options. And by the way, this doesn't cost you a dime. You're going to save some cash. Get options today at thecanopygroup.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey, welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Woo, I am looking at Monday's show outline. Nice. That's what would we have talked about here? Let's see. Oh, oh. Uh, we would have had Maddie B on from, That's from right. TV. I was like, oh, cool. Let Matt take over. And let's see. Um, tomorrow, last Thursday at this time, we would have talked about Sharon Stone saying it's expensive to be famous. Oh, yeah. That's and right. then could Donna Valentine become like Brian Cox of Succession because he was known to go into diabetic rages on the set of Succession <laughs> and Donna's pre-diabetic. That's a little bit of what we spoke about. That was great. Yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to there. I want to go through there. Uh, I love it. I'd like an adjustment. How so? Mm-hmm. Spinally speaking. Oh, okay. I keep watching these TikTok videos of people getting adjusted. And I just find them so satisfying. When a chiropractor gets up behind your head, mm-hmm. and I love I love watching what they all do, because what they'll do is they'll wrap their arms around you, almost like they're doing like a submission move. Mm-hmm. And so imagine like their bicep is against the side of your face, okay? And now they're like, got you in kind of this headlock. I already hate everything you're saying. No, but listen, now they're rocking your neck back gently yeah. and they're saying, okay, look, I just want to test for a little movement here. And they, they trick you. Yep, and then, it, and then the person is like, <laughs> I, ah. Then they're paralyzed from the neck down no. for the rest of their life. No, they're taking people who couldn't, didn't have range of motion for years. And then these people start crying on their table because they're like, oh my gosh, I can move my neck again. Oh, and then the the it just looks so satisfying. Oh, I'd love to get adjusted right now. Do you have a chiropractor? No. Well, you're about to hear from every one of them in the <laughs> Twin Cities with an earshot. <laughs> you know what, though? I went to a chiropractor years ago, and I won't say their name, but I found them to be not satisfactory. Oh. I, wanted, I want you to crack the bejesus out of me. I want to hear things popping. Okay. Up and down. Right. I see him do it with toes, with ears, with necks, backs, pelvises, all of it. Pelvises? Pelvi, whatever. Coccyxes. Okay. You can adjust so many bones. You can adjust your pelvis? I think it pops out, like down there. Nice and low. It's a bone. It's a bone that's connected to other bones. You can adjust it. Why are you pointing to your back? I think your pelvis is back there. Hang on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in, <laughs> one of us is about to be right. One of us is about to be wrong. Where is the pelvis? So you think it's a front thing? Yes. The pelvis skeleton is formed in the area of the back. Oh. By the sacrum and the coccyx. And anteriorly and to the left and right side. So it's back it's like, it's it's in the back, back, middle to around the sides. Huh. You might be thinking of the pelvic cavity. 
the bowl-like structure that sits below your <laughs> abdominal cavity. Maybe I am. <clears throat> that is what I'm thinking of. Pelvis is in back. Okay. I you thought corrected. your pelvis bones were in the front, huh? I absolutely did. Did you believe that a pelvis was a bone or an organ? A bone. Okay, I'm just asking. No shame. Holly, were you confident of where your pelvis was before this segment? Yeah, it's right over here. <laughs> I always bring it with me. Uh-huh. All right, anything else? Never leave home without it. No. All right. I wanted to tell you that the, I don't know if it's the NFL or actually the Chiefs that are blocking the release of the audio of Travis Kelsey yelling at Andy Reid during the Super Bowl. I think it's the Chiefs. Okay. I think the Chiefs are getting in the ear of NFL films and saying, let's not let that part be heard. I feel very split on this. I really want to hear what he was saying. For sure. The Kelsey curiosity in me, for sure. He's joking that he was telling him how much he loved him. <laughs> but he, And if you look at his face, oh my God, he's just all up in his... You know, I'll tell you what, though. It must be... It must be bad if they're trying to block it because with NFL films and people being mic'd up, think back to the the old days. If you would watch this growing up when they used to run NFL films on like ESPN, and then it'd be like, listen up, you boop, boop, and they would like bleep things, but you knew there was a lot of angry talk that was happening right. there. So it's got to... They're trying to protect him. But it makes you wonder what he said, that they're trying to protect it as opposed to... Because if he's saying... Give me the bleeping ball. Like, just throw it to me and I'll catch it. That's normal. Right. But if he's saying, like, don't throw it to that D-bag, he drops everything, this is my moment and my right. girlfriend's watching, Right. then it's different. What Reed said he said was, just put me in, I'll score. Paraphrased. Yeah. Listen up, you Wilford Brimley wannabe. My girlfriend <laughs> is up there with her friends. <laughs> yeah, it's just really interesting. Um, There's going to be leaked audio at some point. Yeah. Um, the New York Post said two people highly plugged into the sports media business told them that they suspect that the Chiefs blocked NFL films, which captures the audio, mm -hmm. and inside the NFL from airing the direct sound bite. Direct. And one of those people said they thought that this came from Reed. Hmm. But a rep for Trying Inside... Travis. Yeah, that's exactly what it has to be. A rep for Inside the NFL uh, wouldn't comment to the post, and reps for the Chiefs and NFL media didn't respond to request for comment. So, hmm. I think we're gonna. I think we're going to hear something at some point. Well, it's begging for a leak. People are saying it would be cool for a historic soundbite to have been preserved for fans. Sure. You know, it was a big game. Yeah. But again, it's got to be a little worse than the normal. Give me the bleeping ball. Right. Because that would be normal. That shows, as Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey would describe it, the fiery competitiveness. He wants the ball in his hands. And I love that about him. There's... It leads you to believe there's something else Correct. there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And there probably is. Okay. Uh, Balake Lively was there. 
Blake Lively was at the Super Bowl. She was wearing her Chiefs gear. Ryan Reynolds did a funny post during it. He posted on social media. Has anyone seen my wife? He was standing in front of the fireplace because he was noticeably not there. Oh, yeah. So then she went on Instagram and did a little uh, photo dump. I thought this was pretty relatable. She said, last week I left my kids for the first time ever. Wow. And her kids are several Older. years old, right? Sometimes yeah. that can be that can that can feel tough. Even I guess if you are just leaving them with dad, there's you know this mama connection. She went on to say, I also wore pants that were shoes because her red pants went right into they like became a stiletto. Oh, neat. <laughs> she goes on to say, I took pictures upside down and I had no clue. It's kind of like you, Donna. And she posted this upside down <laughs> picture on Instagram as well. I treated a friendship bracelet like a flat Stanley for my husband like I didn't realize it was not 2007. I borrowed more jewelry than the skeleton in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. And I went clubbing. Now I know what my episode of the Twilight Zone would look like. Hmm. I like that. She's cute. Beautiful, actually. I think she got a nose job. Do you? I think a long time ago. A long time ago. I think Blake Lively is obviously stunning, stunning, beautiful. Um, but then one day, like on one of those little clickbait things, it was like, here are the celebrities you don't know had surgery. And oh, she wow. popped up and had a different nose, according to those pictures. Oh, yeah. Describe what you're seeing. Well, it, it was tweaked for sure. Because I just, I just put in Blake Lively nose job. And you could see the before and after. Oh, yeah. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Many moons ago. We believe this may have been as far back as 2005. Could very well be. All right. You do you, man. Yeah, right on. If you got work done on one part of your body, what would you get done? If you, if I could, if I, if you could snap your fingers, you don't have to go through a procedure and you don't have to go through any kind of fall, uh, uh, recovery or anything like that. Is there something that you would change or option B? I feel like this is a this is not tra- a trap. This is a trap. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not a trap. It's not a trap. Um, yeah, I would do a tummy tuck. Okay. Yeah. And then a nose job. You get one. Okay. Tummy tuck. Yeah. And a tummy tuck is just when they. It's kind of like liposuction. Yes. Does that help? Help? You're talking about the flabalage. Yeah. When I'm you feel like at some point, no matter if you work out, change your diet, there's always this Correct. thing yes. that is here. How about you, Steve? Uh, I'm going asking. bunion. I think I'd go bunion. Yeah, I think I'd get the old the old foot done and uh, straighten that toe out. Come to find out, deep in my marriage, that my wife is very. Um, disturbed by its appearance <laughs> when you start getting gifts that are bunion correctors friends you've reached that point of your marriage where it's like well if i could change one thing about you <laughs> it would be this oh my god then i was on tiktok the other day and i see a contraption that you put on your bunion and then donna you you like twist crank it so then it's like kind of like when you have braces they always adjust them yes every few weeks pulling your toe out to where it should be that doesn't sound good. Nor does it sound permanent. It sounds like after a while, 
You know, it's almost like you're training your bangs or something like that. And then after a while, you don't do it for a couple of weeks and now. And they go back. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a podiatrist? No. You should you should get a podiatrist. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like, go talk to a foot doctor. Yeah. They're going to want my business. <laughs> they're mean, just going to be out for blood. They're going to want to help you. You're with them, aren't you? You should go to the Good Feet store. Well, I'll oh, tell you yeah. what. <laughs> My brother Josh has a very bad bunion, and he surprised us all when we returned home for Christmas. He was in a walking boot, and he had finally gotten bunion surgery, because I think they were at the end of their HSA, their max out of pocket, so now everybody's getting nips and tucks and all that. And he's not going to reveal it until this weekend when we all get together in Florida. Oh, the big reveal, huh? I cannot express to you. Move (laughs) that (laughs) bus! That's right. Move that boot! But I cannot express to you how bad his bunion was. His toes looked terrible, truly terrible. The bunion toe so bad that it had turned toe number two into a hammer toe. Oh, my gosh. So if if, the, if he has normal-looking feet now, I will be shocked. But I'd be curious to know if there's no pain. I've heard some people say they have bunion surgery, and now they have a lot of pain. Oh, really? Looks better. But beauty is pain, you know what I mean, Jellybean? I sure do. I mean, come on. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> All right, well, good luck, Steve. Holly, do you have anything that you would snap your fingers and now it's changed forever? I'm already setting aside money for my facelift. <laughs> How much does a facelift cost? What is that, 5K, 10K? A lot. Jeez. At least five. Yeah, if you want the good one yeah, and you want it to look great, you got to invest in that. And it's like, all right, let's put that money in a high-yield savings account. <laughs> let's right. start rolling because the clock is ticking. Can the HSA, can you put that on an HSA card? Uh, or is that elective so they don't cover? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't you know. know what? I feel like maybe there's someone out there who's open for negotiation. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Hi, I'm Holly for Jim's Facelifts. You've heard of Lori's looks vacuums. really good. Lori oh, Bargini's incredible. Her face looks amazing. Amazing. There is a uh, entertainment correspondent before we leave. Her name is Kat Sadler. Yes, I know Kat Sadler. Yeah, yeah she yeah, got yeah. a facelift last year, and she wrote all about it. And she looks fantastic, like a million bucks. Really? Oh, my goodness. That's the goal. Okay. Kat Sadler. With that, she used to work on E. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm seeing comedian and actress Kat Sadler. Uh, maybe she's doing some stuff. All right. I'll look it up. I'll, sh- I'll send you the link. All, All right. right, we'll take a break. We're All out right. of time. When we come back, what do we have, Donna? I think Oh, we- Lord. What? Speaking of work, you'd get done to your body. Wait until you hear what Machine Gun Kelly did. Oh, to his body. Oh, my gosh. We'll detail it next. Hey, guys. It's Donna for Blaze Credit Union. If you're saving for your own facelift, may I suggest you go to Blaze Credit Union. They've got really great rates. Um, Blaze is the result of a merge on January 1st, in case you're wondering, between Spire and Highway Credit Union. So now they are called Blaze. They've got more than 250,000 members, including me. And uh, they've got 26 branches across Minnesota. Plus, there's going to be two more locations coming later on uh, in the year to Stillwater. There's going to be one in Plymouth. Blaze is a full-service financial institution, and they really care about their members. And they're driven by Midwestern values. 
plain old hard work, community integrity. Here's what you should do. Find out more. Find a location near you at blazecu.com. Blaze is insured by NCUA, an equal opportunity housing lender. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Well, this morning we both saw something, so we're going to say something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. All right. You ever think about getting a, a tattoo, Donna? Uh, sure, yeah. I sure do. You? I've thought about it. Okay. I don't think it would work on me. I wanted to get like a Patterson family crest on my back at one point. Glad that passed. Huh. You could do one on your arm. I could do an arm tattoo, but no one would buy it now. I'd have to move to a different state and introduce myself as guy with sleeve tattoo. If I start getting tattoos, people would be like, dude. Who cares what people think? Yeah, that's right. Oh, I thought we all do. I don't anymore. Nah. Yeah, yeah they didn't. Ain't nobody got time for that. I Ain't heard that. It. Anyway, you get your tattoo. Get your kids' names or initials or something. I don't think I would deal well with the pain of it. I had a guy do one with distilled water for a bit on TV once. Just a, the beak of a bird. I walked into a tattoo parlor and I was. Uh, he was like, hey, I can give you a tattoo with distilled water if you just want to see what it's like. So now, boom. I'm shirtless in a chair getting in, getting ink, distilled water. And he did this beak of a bird. It hurt. So bad. So bad. Guys, it he only very, did the beak. It is very painful. And I feel like I have a high tolerance for pain. That was not what I was expecting. Mine, Donna, was on the meat of my shoulder, too. Like, it's not like he was doing it on my elbow or my throat. It was in, like, a meaty part of my arm where it shouldn't hurt so bad. And I was like... Guys, this hurts, though. It is bad. That was, again, the beak, the outline of a beak of a bird. So essentially an incomplete small triangle. So and he I didn't was, even, like, put, try to put, like, color in. No, it was, there that, There was a thing that you could see in it, and it just, like, dissolved after, it, like, after oh. a week it goes away. I think you can do it for testing some stuff. Oh. Point being, a very small, very quick process, very hurdy. Agreed. So then I see Machine Gun Kelly. What did he do? You guys. Essentially, he tattooed his arms, chest, and back, I believe, fully black is how they appear in this picture. Like, not the, not even like the green tattoo ink. It appears fully black. There is then a black... There, there are parts that are opaque, and then there are parts that are a little translucenty, and there's like a more a design. He's got like this big cross going down from his collarbone. It's hard to explain. To below his navel, it basically oh. looks like he's wearing a crop top, a black crop top. That's a good way of saying it. He tattooed over his tattoos, so he tattooed solid black. I mean, also he tattooed this cross through his belly button for the love I would have died I would have you have had to put me under what do you mean 
Oh, it's inside his belly button. Yeah, this. How on earth? His tattoo artist said, never met a tougher one. And I would jibe with that. And then uh, Machine Gun Kelly posted another picture and he captioned it for spiritual purposes only. The work required 44 needles. It's bizarre. I've never seen anything like this. You're plopped into a coffee shop and you're sitting opposite Machine Gun Kelly. What's your first question? What is wrong with you? Okay. That'd probably end up being the last one, too, friends. What a guy, huh? I just feel like maybe he's got some issues. Well, another celebrity who's done this. Remember Kat Von D? Yes. Yes. She has the same thing over her arms and much of her body as well. I did not know that. Yeah, so she's covered up a lot of her tattoos. (laughs) Now, I (laughs) love... Doing the same thing. What's interesting is there was a brief time in history where tattoo removal was pretty big. I remember that. Now just choosing friends, it's essentially the color of a Sharpie. A thick-tipped Sharpie drawn over your body. Yeah. What did Kat Von D do? She did the blackout tattoo. Oh, she's got it on her Uh, leg? A full uh, leg? Yeah, on her torso, on her arms. Oh, my word. Yeah, you know, and to your point, Steve, she said that she actually did start removing some tattoos via a laser. But she said she wasn't a good candidate. She had too much coverage, and lasers are slow and very painful for her. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Crazy, though, because I don't know. It depends on what your endgame is. To cover up the tattoo because you think the tattoo was a mistake or is dated or it doesn't work anymore. But, wow, this really draws a whole lot more attention, though, because they're essentially painted... Black. They look like they're wearing like a rubber suit. Yes, like a, like a Batman. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. It's very strange. All right. Well, I shan't be doing that. That is crazy. You've got the ma- the masquerade tattoo, the good face, sad face theater thing, whatever yes, that's called. Yes, it's what that's called. the uh, comedy tragedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Theatrical yeah, yeah. mask. Yeah. yeah. Where again? Don't worry about I'm it. Just asking. None of your business. That's well, where. Where did it start? <laughs> Upper back. <laughs> now it's bottom of my butt. <laughs> oh, oh, Holly, Steve. thank you. Yeah. Go save up uh-huh. the eventual facelift. We're all getting nips and tucks around here. Uh, we'll take a break. Mike the Mench is in next with a dirt alert.